that you follow as I read from Romans chapter 1, verse 16. Paul says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes, to the Jew first, and also to the Greek. For in it, the righteousness of God is revealed from faith for faith. As it is written, the just shall live by faith. The grass withers and the flower fades, but the word of our God, that word, that will endure forever. Guys, I don't think it'll come as any surprise to you that one of my top three heroes in the Christian faith is a man by the name of Martin Luther. Um, I, um, he's the man, of course, that I think you know that God used and raised up to launch the Protestant Reformation. If you are here this morning as a Protestant, it is because of the outcome of the Protestant Reformation that really was launched in 1517. So I've been a fan of his for as long as I can remember, as long as I knew anything about the Reformation. I've chased him down <laughs> um, as much as I could practically. For example, last November, Susie and I um, vacationed in Berlin, Germany. And the reason that I wanted to go to Berlin is because Wittenberg, Wittenberg is the place, as you know, where Luther nailed the 95 Theses on the church door at Wittenberg. Wittenberg was about an hour train ride south of Berlin. So we made our way to the train, figured it out by the hardest, got on the train, headed to Wittenberg, and I was excited. Uh, unfortunately, I had not done my homework, which is frequent, but uh, um, the castle church where the door was, um, where Luther nailed the 95 Theses, was burned down by the Prussians in 1760 in the Seven Year War. It was rebuilt in the 19th century, and the door um, was replaced by a door in bronze. And so there I was looking to see this door and uh, arrived to the spot, and, and the spot is there, um, but it, you, don't, you can't get within 10 feet of it. I mean, it's a bronze door with the 95 theses etched into the bronze. Uh, that was nice, but uh, I was uh, a tad disappointed. But that wasn't the first time. Uh, in an earlier trip that Susie and I took to Europe, we were in Austria, and somebody told us, you've got to go to Melk, Austria, M-E-L-K, Melk, Austria, because in Melk, there is a Benedictine Abbey, which sits high on a hill and overlooks the Danube River, and inside that uh, monastery, an uh, abbey monastery, and inside that monastery was a library. And in that library was some of Luther's original copies of his works. So we got on another train, 
headed to Milk, Austria, and, and got off, and there it was. I mean, the Benedictine Abbey, it's beautiful. And it sits on a hill, and it overlooks the Danube. We even got to the library. <laughs> but we didn't get within 30 feet of those books. In fact, in the library, it was a big room, and they had a walkway that was walled on both sides, about four feet high, maybe. And, um, I mean, I think if you'd have got off that walkway, they'd have shot you. But I saw the books, but in terms of leafing through some of uh, Luther's original works, ah, wrong again, you idiot. Um, so, but it's all been because of my interest in how God used that man, Martin Luther. But I want you to know something, ladies and gentlemen. I didn't need to see that door or leaf through some of his books to know that Luther's, the, the text that Luther, the text that became his, historic was the one that I just read you out of Romans 1. Primarily verse 17. The just shall live by faith. Did you know that he could have found that in the book of Habakkuk or the book of Hebrews or the book of Galatians? Because that simple statement is made four times in the Bible, but it is pretty much assured that he was in the study of the book of Romans. When he came to Romans 1, where he saw the righteousness of God being demanded, and then he discovered that that righteousness became accessible to undeserving people like us through faith. And it was as if everything that needed to be known concerning the gospel was bound up into that little sentence. Six words. Six monosyllables. The just shall live by faith. You know, folks, um, the gospel of law says the just shall live by hard work. The just shall live by penance. The just shall live by fasting. The just shall live by striving. The just shall live by fear and dread. And I say to you, ladies and gentlemen, that that is the default mode of 95% of the earth's population. That they think that somehow, if I'm ever going to be able to stand before God acceptably, I'm going to have to earn this. And then somewhere in around 1515, a Benedictine monk by the name of Luther, an Augustinian monk, was preparing to, he was studying Romans to prepare to teach it. And he was stopped dead in his tracks in Romans, in the first chapter in verse 17. And he sprung from his chair and said, no. The just live by faith. 
Guys, I want to read you something that Luther wrote. This is a Luther quote. He said, Before those words broke upon my mind, listen to this, I hated God and was angry with Him because, not content with frightening us sinners by the law and by the miseries of life, he still further increased our torture by the gospel. But when, by the Spirit of God, I understood these words, the just shall live by faith. The just shall live by faith. Then, I felt born again like a new man I entered through the open doors into the very paradise of God ladies and gentlemen that's what a proper understanding of Romans 117 will do for you it will move you from a kingdom of darkness to a kingdom of light it will move you from being lost to being found. It'll move you from being condemned to being forgiven because those simple six monosyllables tells you to stop all that effort in trying to save yourself. Put aside all your deadly doings and rest. Trust in the finished work of Jesus Christ, which is on display in this sacrament. Folks, the just shall live by faith. Do you understand what that means? You must. It is the essence. It is the heartbeat of the gospel. The just shall live by faith. Faith in what? Faith in this. Oh, not the emblems themselves. No, no, ladies and gentlemen. There's no magic in these elements. But you trust in what these elements point us to. The finished work of Christ. Because, ladies and gentlemen, the just shall live by faith.
Father, would you remind every listener that the gospel, that in the gospel, the righteousness of God is on display. That righteousness found in his love for the world such that he sent a Savior to live and then die so that undeserving people like us could have life. That we could pass through the doors of fear and dread into the very paradise of God. That we could be transferred from a kingdom of darkness into a kingdom of light so that we can stand with a confidence not in things that we have done, but in the things that Christ finished on our behalf. Might this sacrament say it all over again and say it simply, the just shall live by faith. We ask it, of course, in Jesus' name. Amen.